Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you know that 44% of all salespeople give up after the first objection? Another 22% of salespeople give up after the second one, 16% they give up after the third one, and 10% of all salespeople give up after the fourth objection. Only 8% of salespeople are left to sell after four objections. 8%. Hi, this is Alan Meyer. I'm your host uh, for the Sales is Easy channel. That's the place where we try to simplify and demystify the sales process and help you uh, make sales easy. I firmly believe in done by skilled professionals, sales is easy. So in today's episode, we will cover how to handle objections with a smile on your face. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Regardless of the type of your business, it's a common fact that in any business, roughly 20% of salespeople produce 80% of total sales. It's 80-20 rule, you maybe heard about it, it's so-called Pareto rule, and uh, 20% of your customers will make 80% of your problems, 20% of your customers will make 80% of your revenue, or 80% will make uh, 20% of your revenue. You can slice and dice it as you see it fit. But today, I'm changing this rule to 92 to 8 rule. Why I'm saying this, the 8% of all salespeople who don't give up after hearing four no's or four objections are making all the money because yes, they are persistent, but more importantly, they know how to approach their clients from different angles. And today the objection handling skills, professional objection handling skills are more crucial than ever. And if you're like most sales professionals out there, you're always looking for new and better ways to handle customer objections with a smile on your face and close the sale. So today in this podcast, and thank you for listening, I would like to introduce you to the agreement frame technique that can help you handle any objections you hear with a smile on your face. There are many reasons why your customers object, but we can summarize this in the three main factors. There's a skepticism, they don't believe in what you are saying. There's misunderstanding and there is stalling. And you want to make sure that you really understand if they're skeptic about what you're saying, if they don't understand what you're saying, or they just want to buy some time. But when you use agreement frame, you want to be able to see the, these kind of objections, any kind of objections, as opportunities for you. But problem is, we salespeople, sometimes we create more obstacles than we think we do that. And the agreement frame can really help you remove the uh, 
challenging conversations and make it smoother than you are usually doing it. Let me give you a quick example. It will be easier to understand. Replace your buts with and. That's it. What do I mean by that? So let me give you a little background here. Everybody, you, your customers, uh, we all see things from a different point of view, especially in the heat of debate. And when you express a different point of view, it can easily escalate into conflict if not carefully managed, especially if your customers' opinions have lots of emotion attached to them and they firmly believe in what they're saying. Usually, when you disagree with someone, you use the word but to preface your own viewpoint. I don't know if you ever heard this from your spouse, but my wife comes to me saying something like this. Honey, I love you, but. (laughs) Oh, I know trouble is coming my way when I hear these words because the word but has the effect of erasing everything that has been said before that. Honey, I love you, but. So here are some other business examples. Your monthly report looks good, but take some time to improve it. If it looks good, why why I need to take some time to improve it, right? So the first part is non-existent. Alan, your presentation was great. We love your product, but we'll pass on it. Well, it was great. We love it. Like, what the heck is happening? Or real estate example. This house is great, but we're not ready to buy this house at this time. It's not a surprise that uh, people will feel disregarded, disrespected, even angry if you minimize their input. When they say something to you and say, great opinion, but let me tell you what we do about it. Or interesting point of view, but I know things better. I'm an expert here, right? And subconsciously people feel that. So if you want to express your viewpoint while at the same moment acknowledging another person's right to hold a different view, think about the agreement frame. I'll give you an example. I was invited to speak at one uh, podcast and the gentleman was totally opposite of me. He was saying things I couldn't agree with and the host was really rubbing his hands and he was really excited because he expected he's going to get a good challenging discussion. I didn't want to go into discussion and what I was doing it, I was uh, replacing my butts with word and. So whenever he said something, other, other, other guests, I was saying interesting point of view and here's my take and here's how I see it. And funny thing is I couldn't agree with this guy on anything, but I didn't want this to, to be uh, so obvious. And this guy called me saying, hey, Alan, we should do this more often. We have a good synergy. No, we don't. Simply, I was conscious how I'm going to use my time and my input in a proper way so the, the, the listeners benefit the most, not, uh, not to create a heat of debate out of nothing. But the agreement frame uses word but and deletes it, removes it, and you use the word and in it. And don't be cute. Like I had one lady said that was in Jamaica. I had a financial advisor's training there. And lady said, oh, I'm not going to use the word but. I'm going to use the word however. That's just fancy but, right? So don't use it. And let me allow me to explain what I mean by that. Uh, when you use agreement frame, it's a much better way of responding to any sales objections. So when you respond to your customers, when they say, you know, that it's budgeting time or we don't believe in this stuff or we need some more time, try to replace your initial response where you have the word but in it with word and. Once you change the word but to an and, your response will sound less confrontational. confrontational. Think about it. You will be acknowledging what the customer has just said and you are more likely to get your outcome. What do we do when we say the word and? We confirm we heard our customers, we state their point of view, and then we add and, followed by our own desired outcome. What's going to happen if you use the word but? Your customers will stop listening. 
because they know the confrontation is coming and they know subconsciously even that you are going to, to try to change their mind and they're already preparing another rebuttal. They were not even listening to you. So you want to be conscious about it. Some situations, they deserve confrontation. They deserve this kind of uh, discussion, but not every situation. So it's up to you to try to avoid confrontation when you don't need it. Keep your customers involved in what you're saying. You can confirm. Thank you for sharing. Interesting point of view. And here is what I'm trying to 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 build a story about right and your customers mind will in this case will be in a receptive state to hear how you agree with them it makes them more open to your suggestions try to use the phrase i disagree with your customers and you will see and feel the defensiveness in the words and behavior and that's not the way to get your customers to work with you isn't it so the secret of the agreement frame is you are maintaining rapport with your customers. You're verbally pacing them. There is a whole podcast on verbally pacing. Try to find them on Sales Easy website. And then you try to lead customers where you want the conversation to go. You lead them to your desired outcome. So before I give you a quick homework, there are three ways how you can handle it. If you can actually agree with somebody, you can say yes and, you know, that's what that's your starting point so i agree mr miss client and here is how we see this if you cannot agree for what they're saying like they say your products are bad expensive i respect your opinion and no but i respect your opinion and here is how we solve this this is this or if you cannot agree on anything don't be confrontational be conscious about it say something like this thank you for sharing interesting point of view and let allow me this to say this there is if you if you need to use word but be conscious about it but at the end i put emphasis on it but when you use the word but it should be logical it should be without actually creating new obstacles for you so here's a quick homework for you try to count the number of buts or however you use on a daily basis when you speak with your friends, family, co-workers, write an email, whatever it is, it will not be easy. I can guarantee you that. The, the highest number I got was one guy from Holland. He said I use it 72 times and then I stopped counting. <laughs> so use but only when you want to disagree with someone, when you want to break rapport. Once you do that, once you practice it, send me an email. I'll be more than happy to receive an email from you. Another homework for you is this. Try to go one full day with, to, to, without saying the word but at all. So no but, no however. You are agreeing with everything. Not agreeing, but confirming. Yes, and. Yes, and. Actually, I learned that in improv class in the second city in Toronto many years ago. First thing they teach you, welcome any input and then add on top of it. Yes, and. So this is you going to be end person for the day. And and salesperson try it and you'll be surprised in the energy try it first with i call it innocent people your friends your family members so when you talk with them when they hear from you something it should be and and here's how i see it and here's my point of view see how we can be easily added to it i watched the news uh, yesterday and there was a sad story and the politician did everything wrong so she actually said uh, it's a sad story but well, if it's a sad story, then stop talking. Just say it's a sad story, finish a sentence, and then start with another sentence. So this is your second way of handling the, the difficult situation. You don't need to use word but or and. You can just simply state, I agree or respect your opinion, Mr. Miss Client. 
Here is how we handle it. So pause and then start with your sentence. Just avoid the word but, please, because you want to sound less confrontational. Here is a little homework for everybody who's listening to this podcast. Create your own objection handling script for the most common objections you hear by using the agreement frame. The goal is here to sound less confrontational and to be able to handle all objections you hear from your customers with a smile on your face. And you want to maintain rapport with your clients and lead them to your desired outcome. Now, I'm emphasizing this uh, too much. But actually, uh, if you want to learn more about it, go. I'm going to put in under resources on uh, Sales is Easy website under this podcast, my award-winning video that was voted as number one in sales management and number 10 in the overall contest. It's on YouTube as well. I'll share this link with you where you can learn more about the agreement frame. So what do you think about it? Is this beneficial to you or not? Do you hear buts more than ends from your customers? If yes, how you plan to overcome or turn it to your benefits? Let me know. Reach out to me on social media, on LinkedIn, or send me an email. I'll be more than happy to continue the conversation with you. This is Alan Meyer, and today's topic was all about agreement frame, or more importantly, how to handle objections with a smile on your face. Thank you for listening. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab, an electric cast production. See you there. Electric acid. Electric acid.